Hello and welcome to episode two of Teach the Children the Truth, Ethnic Studies and Raza Studies in the TK-12 Classroom. I'm your host Marisa and I'm really excited to be here. We are in a new year. It's 2023 so I want to wish everyone a happy new year. I know it can be an exciting time, it can be a stressful time. For teachers in particular, we are thinking about returning to the classroom. And we've had a a couple of weeks off, and now we're back with the kids. And it can be pretty overwhelming when we think of the second half of the year that we still have to get through. I am particularly excited because this is my um, my first semester getting a new group of kids at the high school that I worked at previously at Madison Park Academy in East Oakland, I would get my kids for a whole year. So it was a really wonderful way, especially in an ethnic studies classroom, to be able to build community and feel like I know my kids and I haven't seen them in two weeks and I'm excited to see them again, to give them hugs, to find out how their break went. And I'm not getting that this year, even though I know that my previous students from fall semester are already planning on bombarding my class at lunch. I won't have that connection with my new students yet. So I'm thinking of how do I prepare for this new semester? And obviously this is pre-recorded as a podcast. I'm recording this about a week and a half before it's going to air. So I'm in the process of like looking at my syllabi and adjusting one of my classes and thinking about what do I want to do differently next semester so that I don't repeat some of the same mistakes that I've made in the past. And one of those is making sure that my students feel a sense of belonging almost immediately when they're in my class. As an ethnic studies and Raza studies teacher, building community for me is probably the most crucial part of of an entire class, an entire semester or year-long class. If we don't have a strong sense of community, a sense of safety and trust, then I'm not going to get a lot of teaching done. Um, Throughout the years as an educator, I have had many experiences with children of all ages um, that come into the classroom, they don't know who I am. They have no knowledge of what the class is about. Some of them have been placed there by a counselor. They haven't even requested the class themselves at the high school level. And they're coming in with their prior experiences with educators. And some of those experiences haven't been so good. So... I'm already at a disadvantage with some of my students because they're assuming this is just going to be another boring class. Thankfully, once we get going within the first couple of weeks, they begin to realize that ethnic studies and Rasa studies are definitely not your normal, average, everyday classes. And so 
it takes a few weeks for them to really start buying in, but I think that they get a sense pretty quickly of the kind of teacher that I am, of the kind of human being that I am. I want them to get to know me early on so that they are not playing guessing games and trying to figure out if I'm real or not, if I am um, someone trustworthy, someone that they can come to when they when they need help. By the end of last semester, I was counseling so many students. As I think about the new students I'll be meeting in a week, and I start working on moving my Canvas modules over from fall semester to spring semester, I've been reviewing a little bit of what I do to build community with my students in an ethnic studies space. I'm wondering what some of you do and if, you know, what, what process you go through as you prepare to meet a new group of students, whether it's for a semester or for a year. I begin by, of course, sharing my own personal story. And, and then I invite students to share their own stories, whatever it is that they're comfortable with sharing. But alongside that, I do an in-depth, deep dive into what ethnic studies is. Currently, I'm teaching two Raza Studies courses at Logan. I'm teaching Mexican-American Heritage, and I'm also teaching uh, Latinx issues through film class, which is actually somewhat new. Um, Not new to me, but new to Logan. I'll be taking the general Latinx issues in the United States class and shifting over to um, looking at those issues through film and media. And so I am going to be doing a deep dive in both those classes of what what is the foundation that they need to have in order to really understand what ethnic studies and then what Raza studies are. So I, I begin with that deep dive of the history of ethnic studies. I start off with the Third World Liberation Front. I feel like as ethnic studies practitioners, whether we're teaching comparative classes or we're focusing on a specialized history, we need to provide that foundation of the Third World Liberation Front in San Francisco and in Berkeley because that's that's why we have ethnic studies now. That's why we have the programs that and the classes that we're able to teach. Then I move on to more recent, well, not recent, but I move down the timeline and I focus on UC Berkeley and the hunger strike in 1999 and make some connections there. And then I focus on youth in the struggle. So I backtrack a bit and I take a look at the um, East Los Angeles walkouts of 1968 and I compare that time period to uh, 2010 in Tucson Unified School District and the dismantling of the Mexican American Studies Department. And that gives my students a sense of, okay, all these old people, <laughs> not not that my, our parents are old, but these older generations did all this stuff, but how does that connect to me? So by looking at what 
older generations did and then bringing it back to what younger generations that are just one generation older than some of these students, what they accomplished, allows students to make a connection to ethnic studies both historically and in present time, especially being in courses that are related to the courses that were dismantled in Arizona. I feel like that is one of my more powerful units when we look at Tucson Unified, we watch Precious Knowledge, we discuss why these students felt so strongly that they wanted to keep their program, how were these programs, how were these classes, helping them to get in touch with their culture, with their heritage, and then looking at how ethnic studies builds connections across cultures and across groups uh, in in different communities. So um, that is one of my favorite units to teach is the very first Ethnic Studies 101. It's a grounding of what Ethnic Studies is and why it's important for them to learn it. Another system that I always begin my year or my semester off with is to conduct a survey of my students. And this survey, it gathers standard information, you know, what's your name, what's your preferred name, what are your pronouns, who are the people in your family that I might contact if I need to contact them, do you have any pets, what are their names, anything to like establish a connection with them. Uh, I ask questions about the languages that they speak. Is English a second language? Or did you, when did you learn how to read and write in English? Um, also questions about their ethnicity, any special holidays or celebration that they honor in their families, what kind of snacks they like. Students love to be asked what their favorite snacks or candies are because they know at some point I'm going to bust those out during the semester or during the year and create a sense of um, celebration or on those days when everyone's just really stressed out and I can tell like they need a little snack, they need a little something to keep them going. That's the kind of community that I want to be able to establish. I ask them about their seating preferences. Um, I ask them what are the qualities that they look for in a teacher so that I can get to know what their needs are, what their perceptions of educators are. And it gives me a, a, you know, a way of understanding where they're coming from and, and what they need. I ask about homework, who supports you at home? Do you have a space to do homework? What time do you usually do your homework? Do you have access to technology? I ask about their favorite, least and most favorite subjects in school, which is a pretty standard question. And then I start getting into questions about culture. What does culture mean to you? What's one favorite thing about your culture? I ask about sports and hobbies. Have they traveled? What's the type of music that they enjoy listening to? All of these questions allow me to get a real grounding of who my students are and to find connections and to find ways that I can connect with them personally. I also ask about what stresses them out, what makes them feel anxious, what helps them to relax, what are some preferences they have when it comes to learning, 
how they work best and how can I be of support to them. So when I do my survey, it does focus on their ethnicity and culture, but it also focuses on them just as human beings so that they get a sense in that first week of school that I actually care about them, not just as students, but as fellow human beings. activity that I included in my repertoire beginning this past semester was called YouTube DJ and it's actually from a project that I participated in when I was in my first master's program at San Francisco State University and it really stuck with me because it was a really powerful way to gather different genres of music from different people so basically I set up a Google Drive document and I have different columns on it Um, one asking song title and link the next column asking the name of the artist and then the third column asking for the genre or type of music I do ask students to add the links to if they're able to and if they do add links I ask for of course clean versions but we know realistically a lot of these songs do not have clean versions And at high school, that's kind of okay. I'm really eager to hear from you all, from my audience. And so I want to ask you to share some of your best practices. How do you prepare for your students at the beginning of a new semester or at the beginning of a new school year? So I want to invite you all to respond to this question at ttctinfo at gmail.com. That is our Teach the Children the Truth email. And I would really love to hear what you all have to share. Again, that is T-T-C-T-T-I-N-F-O at gmail.com. And once I get your responses, I can share those on the air and I can also upload them to my WordPress blog, which will hopefully be hitting the internet by the end of this week, if all goes well. I'm sure you can tell that I've been battling a cold. I'm I'm probably sounding a little a little hoarse and my voice is a little deeper than usual. So bear with me. I am trying to get healthy again, but I did not want to not release something this week because I want to remain committed to a weekly episode and I felt that it was important for me to go ahead and release even though I'm not at 100% capacity. But I'm hoping that you're finding this information helpful. I'm also excited to be working on some interviews that I'm going to be sharing with you really soon. And in the meantime, I would love to hear from you not only in terms of what your best practices are, 
but also I genuinely want to know what you want to hear on this podcast because this space is for all of you. This space is a place for you to share your best practices and to learn from one another. So if you would like to share with me some ideas that you would like to see brought to reality on this podcast, then I can start working on all of those wonderful ideas that you have to share with us. Finally, let us remember that this weekend coming up is a three-day weekend. We have Monday, January 16th off in honor of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. His birthday is January 15th. So please take some time to reflect, take some time to bring this important information to your students so that they're aware that they have Monday off, not just as a day to celebrate having a day off, but because of Dr. King's important work and contributions to social justice and setting the stage in order for us to be able to be here today talking about ethnic studies and Rasa studies. And with that, I'll see you all next week. And I wish you all peace, love, and productivity. In la catch. Bring Zanta Azteca to Logan. Um, so, um, what inspired me 
evolved into NASA because I know we preach a lot on passing down like um, traditions down to younger generation. So I feel like bringing NASA to those is be like a really good idea just to get like everyone involved and get to have them reconnect with that part of our